0: from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football panic room in an undisclosed location. It's Texas Football today, a show that's been doing this for 2 weeks now.
1: Yeah. We're we're there. Yeah.
0: My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on the facebook.com or you're listening to us on the podcast which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local Mediocre Internet show. I'm sitting here in my shed. Over there in her castle is the Duchess of the Dorks, complete with um, a guy named Goof and a guy named Chopper Andy. Yep, we're here. It's Ashley. Peck.
1: Howdy. Howdy, howdy. We're doing it.
0: Okay. Let's, uh, let's go and do it couple things first of all do we have first four through the door
1: we sure do it is william dyson allison brown meese and tim sparkman welcome in guys right hi guys
0: um meese has been on the heater uh on today's show first of all let me do this one uh today's friday march twenty seventh, 2020 244 days until thanksgiving episode 930 930 josh hamilton's ops in 2012. okay on today's show I had a great interview yesterday with the head coach of the Buffalo Bison, Coach Brandon Houston. We talk about his Buffalo Bison. I was going to say buffaloes, but they're not. They're the Bison. Uh, Talk about his Bison and their kind of crazy realignment situation. But also, um, another thing that we talk about, he is on the board for State Mm 7-on-7. And so – I made sure to ask him about the status there and what we're thinking there. And if this is going to happen. And so, uh, got some, uh, had a great conversation with him. I think we got some, some good answers. And then back half of the show, I want to try something new. Mm-hmm. This is an experimental time for the show. Obviously. Yeah. Why not? Um, our community here on TFT is a, is a, a deep one and a, um, a silly one and a uh and a wonderful one and we love you guys very, very much we try to make sure we tell you that yeah. very often yes um and so we want to check in with you and you've heard us yammer on and on about how we're feeling about our emotions so every couple of weeks i want to do the check-in and i just want to hear from you guys um how are you feeling uh what's going on in your world um what are you what are you thinking about all this Um, maybe how have you, how has your life changed for the better, for the worse, for the indifferent, um, you know, it can be a little bit of group counseling,
1: Yeah, you know, um,
0: if you're willing to share, um, you know, we, we'd love to hear from you in the comments. If not, no pressure, that's fine. Don't feel obligated. Like we're forcing you into telling us these things, (laughs) but we're going to do the (laughs) check-in. Right. Exactly. So we're going to do the check-in coming up here after we hear from coach Brandon Houston. Um, so leave your comments in on Facebook. Uh, one thing we were talking about in the pre-show, you asked me if I was going to get the custom-made Sydney Swans jersey with my name on it. Yes. Can I issue a hot take? Yeah. Okay. I am against putting your own name on
1: a jersey. That's fair.
0: That's very fair. I like. I don't like. I'm not like. I'm a Rangers fan. That's probably well documented at this point. Yes. Um. I do not want a Texas Rangers jersey with Tupper on the back. I, I want it with Andrews or I want it with Beltray or I want it with, uh, you know, um, Blaylock or yeah. or any of any of the the, the Ranger greats. That's what I want. I am not custom made my own name on the back of the jersey, guy.
1: Right. I, well. I I agree with that. I and I mean. The thing about it, I think there are definitely people who who, who want that, but yeah, but I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't put that on the back. I agree.
0: See, I don't know. Surprisingly, I might make an exception if my last name was pickle.
1: Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, it's it's a little bit different when you've got like a very unusual slash cool last name, but you know, I didn't play for those teams, so it's just it's just not
0: for me. There are people who there are definitely people who like that. That's just not thing. All right, we're going to get to the check-in uh, here in a moment. Uh, so please let us know how you're feeling, uh, what, what, what's going on in your world. We want to hear from our uh, TFT community coming up here at the back half of the program. But first, we had a great conversation yesterday with the head coach of the Buffalo Bison, Coach Brandon Houston, good buddy of ours, caught up with him and, and asked him about not only his bison but also uh, the status of 7-on-7 seven seven this mm-hmm. summer. Uh, and so here is our conversation with – buffalo coach brandon houston here on texas football today texas high school football never stops uh, even when there is a global pandemic and uh proof positive is still in his buffalo gear we're joined by the head coach of the buffalo bison coach brandon houston coach how you
2: doing well i'm doing okay you know this is this is kind of uncharted waters no doubt um, you know, I'm, I'm interested in, in, in
0: what you're doing with your, your kids, what you're doing with your players, um, you know, in this time. Obviously, you mentioned uncharted waters. Uh, how, how are you handling it with, with your team?
2: Well, you know, we use something called Rack Performance, which has an online and app, mm-hmm. uh, app-based workout. So we put together three different um, at-home workouts that our kids can do, you know, push-ups, squat, you know, the traditional stuff, and they they have the ability. It's on a timer. They can go in and utilize that. It does check that, so our kids, I can tell you which kids have logged in and which haven't. We've also just, you know, there's so many things on the Twitter world out there, different workouts that people have been doing that we've, our school is using that distance learning now, and so on our school website, every teacher has put up their assignments. So we've created one for athletics and has a few PDF files of just, hey, you can try this, you can do that. And, you know, one thing about Buffalo kids, they're probably honestly out working on the ranch or working on the farm. So very few of them, I bet you, are, are just sitting around doing nothing. Yeah,
0: I'll tell you that, that you know, I've, I've been to Buffalo. Uh, plenty of distance between
2: – you can get a lot of distance between people. You know what I mean? You don't got to worry about crowds there. No, it's – like I got tell people all the time we are in the middle of nowhere, but we're close to a lot of stuff. <laughs> I think that's a really that's a really good way to put it. You know, uh, another thing I think people are are really
0: thinking about. Obviously, you know, summer's coming coming up as, as as quick as it can, and and that's time for state seven on seven. You've been involved with state seven on seven uh, for a long time. Can you give us just kind of a, a a status report about what you guys are are thinking these days? Obviously, we're not quite there yet but you know we're, we're coming up on it what's what's the the mindset among the seven on seven board
2: well just you know obviously we had to you know had to postpone or cancel the frisco sqt which was coming up in april but right now you know just you know obviously talking with, with doug stevens i was our executive director he'll ultimately you know drive the the, the big part of our decision but right now it's we're going to kind of follow what uil has said you know there's there's not really a reason to make You know, any any, uh, knee-jerk reaction right now, you know, most of our tournaments aren't until mid-May. Obviously, you know, we want to see what UIL does as far as when we restart with track and baseball and, you know, we still got some championships to be played in basketball. So we'll kind of follow their lead and see where they go and we'll work around that schedule. Um, Obviously, we don't want to postpone, I mean, or even cancel for for sure. I mean – especially if we're going to lose a lot of our springtime, you know, teams are lose the spring football, then seven on seven could become a huge, huge factor in preparation for the fall. I mean, for small schools, I mean, it's, that is our spring ball. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, we will not do anything to supersede what UIL says. Um, let's talk a little bit about, about your
0: Bison in 2019 and eight and three season. Uh, you know, uh on one hand, uh, you guys go six and one in district and, and and things are looking good. On the other hand, you know, bouncing the first round of the playoffs and a heartbreaker uh to Rogers. I'm interested how you would how you would kind of categorize what you what your 2019 season really was.
2: Well, you know, we had a really, really successful 2018, at least in terms of Buffalo High School. And, you know, we feel like we're in our infancy stage of trying to push this thing forward. <laughs> Well, we did graduate 14 uh, seniors off of that 2018 team, and every one of them were a major contributor. So we had a lot of unanswered questions coming into 2019, uh, but we were really with how kids responded. And so, you know, eight and three, I'd like, you know, around here that has been, has been good. But for us, I think our kids were disappointed in the first-round loss. So... Uh, but, you know, it, it was exciting to see this. So we had a lot of young kids. You we know, had two freshmen start for us on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, obviously, you know, both of them coming back, that's, that's outstanding. You know, we had some juniors in some key roles last year. We're really looking forward to what 2020 might bring.
0: We're talking with Brandon Houston, the head coach of the Buffalo Bison, here on Texas Football Today. Get involved with in the conversation and hashtag a TF today. I know uh, one of those guys that I know you're excited to welcome back is your signal caller and Brett Hoffman. A guy who threw for nearly 2,000 yards a year ago, uh, ran for 600 yards. Uh, a guy who I know showed some really, really good stuff last year. What What is it about Brett Hoffman that, that that sets him apart? What is it that makes him special? I
2: mean, he throws a really good ball. I mean, he he's a he's probably more traditional pocket passer, which you know it's not really what I like to do, but. Uh, he's kind of, de- we call him deceptively slow. You know, he's not a slow kid. But he's, he's tall. He's about 6'3". He's pushing about 190. You know, and that's a big kid in, in 3A football. And so he does have a large stride. So he's able to run the ball a lot, with a lot more uh, efficiency than people give him credit for. And we didn't call a lot of quarterback runs for him to account for 600 yards. Now, unfortunately, that does account as sack yardage. But what he really started to do as the year progressed was learn to function within our offense. He was a great distributor of the ball. And ultimately, I think in most offenses, you need your quarterback to be able to get the ball to who needs it when they need it. And he did a really good job of that the later the season when I think that really showed up in our big games.
0: I think that you know you mentioned that this is uh, still a program that, as far as you building it and getting it to where you want it to be, is is still kind of in, in its infancy. You're still in you're you're in your third year there uh, at Buffalo. Um, how have you seen this program change, maybe from when you arrived to 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 where you guys are now?
2: I think you know some of the things again, not not to disparage anything that came before me. So don't want this to sound like we've, you know, we've done something miraculous here, but just the expectation of our kids, like there's, you know, we don't have to count reps. I mean, they're, they know what the job is. When they come in, they see the board, they know what is going to be done, ask of them and they do it. So I think just on that, uh, that level of, you know, you hear defiant, compliant committee, you know, that scale, not hundred percent familiar with it, but I think our kids have moved along that scale. They understand what the expectations are. And we talk all the time about closing gaps. I mean, a gap exists in 3A football. I mean, you have the Canadians and the Gunners and Newtons and that group up there, you know, and we, there's a gap that exists between that group and a group that the tier that, you know, we feel like we might be in. So, our kids understand that we're going to ask them to do some things to help close that gap. And in 2018, they were, I don't want to say they were defiant against it, but it was new. And so now we're, you know, we're in 2020, these kids understand, hey, we've got to do some things if we, if we intend to get to be on that statewide stage where some of these schools are. So just the willingness to try new things and the expectation level of what work is
0: all realignment's come and gone, and um, <laughs> I see you shaking your head. Um, I mean, there are teams that got things shaken up, and there are things like teams that got things turned upside down, and then there's y'all, where you guys are thrust into not only a district with a, a tremendous Division I drop down in Franklin – you're in there, you know, you you, you get Rodgers, Clifton, Lexington. You get, a, a, a I think, a dangerous 2A promotion in Riesel. Uh, and you're moving over to Region 4. Um, did you, like, when, when
2: Realignment came out, was this at all what you were expecting? Well, we kind of felt like we might go with Franklin. We felt like Franklin dropping down and Riesel coming up could maybe make a little stir we didn't envision it kicking us all the way to Region Four. We thought we might go Region Three, but uh, let's just say that on that morning when it came out, I was at a loss for words, perhaps, maybe. But you know, in all seriousness, I think this is going to be some great, great football weekend and week out. Um, who knows where this thing's going to shake out? At our district meeting, we probably spent 45 minutes going over the specifics of what the tiebreaker is going to look like. Because who knows, this thing could just be a jumbled mess, which is good for fans. And it's good for our kids to, to play teams that are competitive. But it makes it tough on coaches when every week, you know, you just you are in for a dog fight.
0: Finally, it's it's Brandon Houston of Buffalo joining us here on Texas Football Today. Coach, um, uh, coaches are spending a, a lot more time at home these days. And... I mean, coaches are generally not around the house very often to begin with. They're work, generally, they're workaholics. I know you are, especially. Um, I guess my question is, uh, are, is your wife
2: and daughter sick of you yet? Well, I had to kick my daughter off the computer so that I could do this. So, yeah, she's a little. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, the good news is I have grilled more in the last two weeks probably than I have in the last year. <laughs> hey, there's a silver lining. There is. Um, and then I honestly, I am the vacuum guy. I have vacuumed every day. Now, little tidbit, we have one of those electric that you just say at Google, and it does it. So, but <laughs> technically I still vacuumed, right? It got you, done. You get credit for it. I get credit. So uh, absolutely. But well, it, I live literally less than a minute from the school. So it's easy just to pop over there and you know, I, There are times when my wife's like, don't you have some emails you need to go check or something? But it has been, my daughter's a senior, so I was talking with our principal today. You know, this is starting to get to that, I don't want to say, there are way bigger things in life, obviously, with what's going on. But, you know, as a parent, I'm missing out on some senior things with my daughter. So we, on that end, as a parent, I kind of want them to get back to school just so we can enjoy the last couple of months we have um, of her senior year. And,
0: and she wants you out of the house just because it's,
2: it's dad yeah. at home. Right.
0: <laughs> He's Brandon Houston. He's the head coach of the Buffalo Bison. Follow him on Twitter at Coach Huey. Coach, appreciate your time. Uh, thanks, thanks for hopping on with us. Please be safe,
2: and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking down the road. Yes, sir. Thank you for everything you do. Take care.
0: There is Brandon Houston, the head coach of the Buffalo Bison, joining us yesterday from his home. There, in what he described as not close to anything, but close, or not, not in the middle of nowhere, but close to a lot it's, of things. Is that yeah. what he said? <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good pre-description. And I thought some some interesting insights into into the state of mind of of the seven on seven group. Um, obviously, you know the the big takeaway there for me is that they are going to kind of like we suspected, they are not going to buck what the UIL says that right. it's not like the UIL is going to be locked down and they're going to be like "Well, we're playing 7 on 7. It sounds like again, you know, you got to remember that the board is is more or less made up of seven of of, of Texas football coaches. Yeah. And as a result, they're they're going to follow the guidance of um of the of of the UIL
1: well and it's like we said too I mean just realistically obviously they would love to play we would love to see seven on seven played but they're not going to do something that's going to jeopardize their actual seasons later on they've they know better than that
0: I think I think that's a hundred percent yeah, I think so. So we appreciate Coach Brandon Houston for hopping on with us. Uh, all right, we're Texas Football Today. We're a show. We're here every week at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook, Talking Football and Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. All right, we, we want to get to the check-in, which is we're we'll checking with you, uh, the beloved TFT community. We want to hear from you guys. Before we start reading comments, this is an opportunity. Tell us how you're feeling. Tell us what's what's going on in your world in in the comments. Um, Let us know how you're how you're feeling. We we want to hear from you. Um, This can be a little bit of group therapy. But before that, Ashley. Yes. um, We do want to remind people of something tonight.
1: We do. Um,
0: We have happening. We have yes, we have something going on tonight. Five o'clock, right here, on Facebook is this hang on and play eh, we're working on it nope that's not right oh no oh hang my on. god that's not we're it oh no down. There oh no <laughs> first try good job not going through this pandemic sober. I refuse to. All right. Hit the theme expo. <laughs> That's right. It's coming up tonight, 5 o'clock, on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Uh, it's Happy our hour. second DCTF Happy Hour.
1: And... Should we tell them who the guest is? Might make more people tune in.
0: All right. Um, contrary to popular demand,
1: <laughs>
0: the guest today, the, the the lineup will be myself. I'll be on all of them. Pickle, she's contractually obligated to be on all of them. Hold on, I point, point the wrong way that way. There we go. Pickle. That's where I am. Uh, she's contractually obligated to be on all of them. Uh, we're going to be joined by Ishmael Johnson. I think people haven't seen Ish in a while. I so it's going to hop on. Yeah, it's it's been a minute, and finally, we will be joined by our very special guest. It says here.
1: Drum roll. Mark
0: Timpson? Yeah.
1: That? I oh, think that was right.
0: No. Oh no! Oh no! I'm sorry. I, it's it's Max Thompson.
1: Oh, that guy. Yeah. Max you Thompson.
0: Poochie. Poochie has returned from his planet to slum it with us because I thought, boy, if there's somebody who would like to tip back a few and (laughs) talk about nonsense, it's Poochie. So Max Thompson will be joining us tonight on the happy hour, five o'clock on Friday, five o'clock tonight um, here, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's exclusively on facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Grab a beverage, join us, and there's that. So, tune in tonight for the happy hour. Finally, let's get to the check-in. Uh, we want to hear from you guys, our community, the TFT community. Um, how you guys feeling? How you guys doing? You guys here, in, 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 this has felt, in my personal view, and I don't have the Facebook comments up because I don't think my computer can handle that many moving parts at one time. Um, but uh, this has felt, one of the reasons that this has felt kind of isolating is that this does feel like, oh, it feels a lot like a one-way conversation these days. That's why I like doing these interviews with coaches because it's like talking, uh, you know, with people. It, it kind of feels a lot more like you and I are in a bubble, Pickle. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so we want to hear from you. We want to hear from the TFT community. How are you guys feeling? How are you coping? Uh, where, you're, where, where are you at right now mentally between the ears? We want to hear from you. So, uh, has anybody sent in any comments, pickle? This is a dangerous thing to ask because the pos- there's possibility that literally nobody's commented. Many oh,
1: good, good. Oh, great. I have, okay, we have I, I was really worried this was going to be a done. This one. Um, real, real, quick question: Is uh, is Mama Tepper's uh, Facebook profile picture a picture of Hank, your mom, Gay Tepper?
0: Uh, yeah. She's
1: mm-hmm. she's watching. She's very excited to uh, see Ish and Poochie tonight. So, hi, mom. Welcome in. Um, all right. Nobody so- is allowed to Facebook friend my mom. <laughs> um, you here we go. The first one coming in from Daniel Agnew, he said, "I'm good. I've been trying not to go stir crazy, but I'm good." He said, "Showtime is showing Vasquez and Marquez trilogy. All three fights were Ooh. bloodbaths." He said, "Any fight fan should watch all the action." And he said, "And there's a lot of action in blood." So
0: yeah, there's a so that's tidbit. for for those who don't know, for those who don't know, that's boxing. Um, and and those are those are three really good fights. He's exactly right. So I didn't know that. I don't get Showtime. I might need to call on a favor. Although it's not like I have a ton of time.
1: Yeah. You have small child. Um, I have right, um, Another one here. Aaron Flynn, for those of you who don't know, he is actually a youth pastor. Um, and he said he's been... They're still at the church doing live broadcast, I think, of different sermons and stuff, but he specifically has been recording five to ten minute uh, devotionals for his students every day at noon. So that's pretty cool. Awesome. A nice... Awesome.
0: We're sorry we're competing with with the Lord. Uh, (laughs) um, That's (laughs) That's the quote of the day. (laughs) That seems like we should reschedule our show. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Yeah, uh yeah, you know, it's interesting. My um so our church, I think I've mentioned this before, but I'm Catholic. My wife my my, my family's Catholic and no. um it, our church is is doing live streamed um, services. And I will admit to sitting on my couch and uh perhaps enjoying a beverage while I was watching um uh while I was watching. Was it service. at least like one You're know, Catholic. <laughs> it was it was not but that doesn't seem important right Mm -hmm. now what's important is that i was there spiritually
1: yes there we go um up next tony said that he's doing well family is basically hunkered down a little different for him because he works in tv so he's still going into work but not as often basically two on two off and then two on four off um the other thing he said He said, where did it go? Guess I should add that with the downtime on Twitter, he is sending out some of his favorite photos from the 2019 season that either him or his son Ant uh, took. So that's at T-X-H-S-F-B on Twitter. So if you want to. Yeah, he's got the, he's
0: got the, he's got the, he's got got the great twitter handle uh at txhsfb check those out those i've seen those pop across my feed um it's really really cool series he's got um of um of of photos um from all across the state and all across different classifications and um they're all really good so if you need your texas high school football fix if you need uh, need some need some positivity in your feed uh you can go check that out at txhsfb
1: um bob mcspadden which is texas bob or right Texas, Texas Bob, Bob said he's working on uh, his website right now, and he's actually working on it with a Waco area drone guy, Steve Reagan. He said he's really, really good, and he's getting some good stadium shots um, from Waco stadiums. So that's pretty cool.
0: That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's uh, TexasBob.com. As we're just we're spending this entire check-in uh, letting uh, uh, just plugging things, but uh, yeah, Texas Bob, of course. We've got a great partner on on our site on texasfootball.com. But that is, he is the stadium guru. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. I didn't know he was doing the drone stuff.
1: Yeah, that'll be cool. Um, our biggest Lobo fan, Allison Brown, says she is still working at the office. Um, 200, 250,000 pounds of brisket is not going to smoke itself. She said there's only a handful of people in the front office, but 500 people are still back cranking it out. Food is an essential business. So as long as the truck drivers can get us the raw materials, sure. we'll have it ready to eat and send out to grocery stores and food service distribution centers. So she said, say a little prayer for the uh, truck drivers out there. So her. Life basically still the same. Yeah, sending briskets to stores. I mean, that's that's something you got to go in and do.
0: Yeah, that's that's something, and for good reason. There's a lot of um, attention being paid to folks in the medical field, obviously for obvious reasons, and, and we're, we're, we're thinking right. about them a lot. But also, you know, people in like people who work in grocery stores, right? People who are in yeah. kind of the supply chain um, hold a thought, say a prayer for them because that's, um, that's obviously pretty big too. I mean, they, you know, they're, they're throwing anybody who's not, you know, it's, it's crazy to say, but like basically anybody who's not sitting at home is, is kind of putting themselves in, in at least a more danger than we are by sitting at home. Right.
1: Exactly. And so,
0: um, you know, say, say a thought and hold a prayer. So, so, um, you know, we're thinking about you, Allison. please stay safe.
1: Uh, Matthew McSpadden commented and said, brisket is essential. And, that is very true. Oh yeah. That is a hundred percent true. So she's uh, out there yeah. she's out there grinding for us. We appreciate it. Yes,
0: um, uh, she, she's doing God's work.
1: Exactly. Will Boyles from Lubbock said that um, Lubbock is, is doing okay. Less traffic and activity, obviously, um, but there hasn't really been much of a panic, other than anything on toilet paper and hamburger meat. He did say that his kids are not real happy with online classes, and he's pretty sure his oldest is starting to appreciate school more now that he is homebound. And I think that that's the big overarching fact for everyone in this. Like, we might like anybody my dread going into an office or going into work or going to school and then you don't get to do it and you think you know what it's not that bad
0: <laughs> so my my uh wife's a, a fifth grade teacher and mm-hmm. so she has been on meetings all week and stuff um getting ready for the rollout of their distance learning starting on monday and um it'll be different but the, and, and uh, but she'll get through and so i'll be you know, I'm I'm gonna be picking up some some Hank duty here and there. Uh, you know, she's been nice enough to do the line share while I've been I've been working, um, while she's been kind of you know had less to less to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing that I think is interesting is I in, in a really roundabout way, uh, if you ever wanted people to appreciate teachers, uh, here is, is uh, it. here is and, and it's the kind of thing that like I saw a tweet the other day that really summed it up. It was like I think people are starting to realize that schools are not just schools. No nope. like schools are like they're community centers, and for a lot of kids, it's like a safe place for a lot of kids. It's where they get like where they can make sure they know where a, a meal is coming from mm-hmm. um and so yeah, it's um you know when we talked with Joe Dale Carey from from Crandall, he was helping out with the uh, food distribution there for uh for for Crandall and um yeah, so uh, yeah, shout out to the teachers as well who I know are grinding. Um, with this uh, with this distance learning situation,
1: and that that leads right into the next. Andrew Kirstensen said, as a teacher, I'm doing fine. Yes, I'm missing my routine and daily interactions, but he said most of the time you worry about kids and are they eating? Are they doing okay psychologically and overall healthy? So I think that that's the big thing. And I yeah. mean, my mom is a she works in an elementary elementary school, and my dad works at a college. So it's like they definitely have been saying the same things. Like you start to worry, like man i hope that those kids are doing okay
0: no absolutely and and, and that's that's a real that's a real thing that, that you know to to be okay and i, I i'm i'm pretty sure my wife is going to start doing like weekly check-ins with each kid and stuff like that just to mm-hmm. to make sure they're doing okay um and and yeah so um you know shout out to the teachers
1: yeah um there was another one. Let's see. Um, oh, Mies dropping a cool little fact here. He said, I'm doing okay. My job's essential because it's under the maintaining health and sanitation category, but it's slowed down. And he said, so I've been given time to relax, but I'm also picking up um, my cello so I can get good at it again. So that's kind of cool. Pick up a Man, noise.
0: that was one thing that I thought about. And maybe like if I if, if we didn't, if, if I actually had free time as opposed to kid, kid, um, that, um, uh, maybe like, I'd think about like doing like a project like that of like, I'm gonna learn to play guitar. Or I'm gonna learn yeah. to, you know, do something. Um, that would, that would be cool. Instead, I'm just, um, you know,
1: entertaining child
0: dealing with kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he is, uh, it's, it's been a lot of, uh, been a lot of although he's getting we have these animal magnets now on our on our fridge mm-hmm. and um gotta tell you kid can identify probably eighty percent of those animals
1: how cool is that?
0: that if you say hey hank where's Hank where's the elephant he'll go and he'll make the elephant noise too and he'll point to it
1: Aww, so. yeah Hank's s- doing good smart little kid on on your hands there yeah takes after his mom takes after his mom yep yeah. <laughs> um um, one, um God, uh, who don't worry. Rob Hadaway said, still working in the office, um, can't do work from home with my son home from college doing classes online, as well as my wife who works for a charter school. She's teaching classes online. Um, love the family, but that's a lot. Um, most of my company is working from home, so it's nice and uh, quiet here, so you love it. But that's, that's very true, you know, it, you start to realize even with just having roommates, like you love them, but it does get a lot at some point, you know.
0: Oh yeah. And, and that's like, um, we had a conversation the other day that she, that my wife was like, I just want to go like, she's like exhausted because she's dealing with Hank all day. And and, mm-hmm. and she's also, obviously, I think there's I think there's a mental toll that can really like, if you're feeling tired, I think that it's natural because there's just a lot to think about, you know? Um, and so, but she, she was like, Oh, I just really want to go like lie down in bed and like read a book. But like, I want to spend time with you. And I'm like, honey, we not not only are in the same house all day, mm-hmm. but also we're going to be here for at least a little bit, and so, so we're going to have plenty time. of time. It's not going to offend me if you need to go have a little bit of alone time. time. Yeah, that's not offending, offensive to me.
1: Mm-mm. Yes,
0: you know. So
1: it makes sense. Um, two more real quick, um, short comments here. Aaron Flynn said, um, "I'm still working, I'm, but I'm ready for normalcy, and I feel like that's what." like the main point of this is, is even though we, you and I both are still keeping like very busy and we're distracted by work and stuff. It's still just the point of, okay, you're ready to be able to just go out and go to a restaurant if you want, you know?
0: Yeah. The biggest thing for me, um, like I think, and this is your first summer magazine, but the one thing I'll say is that I do think that like, (laughs) I was about to say something really dumb. Let me let me let me let me promise this by saying there's literally never a good time for a global pandemic. Yes, want <laughs> to be clear. Really <laughs> true. Okay, anti-global <laughs> pandemic guy over here. Don't like yes. it. Okay. No. <laughs> but I will say that for us and and for for our job, this is typically a busy season where you're probably not going out as much anyway. Uh huh. And so I don't feel like the sacrifice that I'm making. Um, is all that big. And I mean, obviously compared to the people who are out there, um, you know, like the, 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 the sacrifice that I'm making, and I'm also old and washed to never go out anyway. Uh, so, you know, but that is, I'm ready for that. And I think that like personally, I feel like the, the, the biggest struggle that I'm having with this, and I think probably for a lot of people is that there's not an end date, um, I even think if you could come to me and say, Hey, listen, this thing's going to last a lot longer than you think mm-hmm. you are going to be here until September 1st. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh man, that's terrible. But it's like, okay, I know where we're going.
1: There's the, there's the angle. Yeah. It's the, it's the almost, it right. sounds cliche, but like the fear of the unknown is the one that, yeah, makes you like, okay, how long is this actually going to last? I agree with that completely. Yeah. All um, right. Last one. The other thing was, Matthew McSpadden said, "Can't wait to eat out at a Mexican food restaurant or wherever." So that's another thing. Like, Step Step tweeted that out this morning. He's like, "It's it's takeout Friday." Like, yeah, we're still all trying yeah. to obviously probably stay in shape and and not get a quarantine body, but make sure to support local.
0: <laughs> not gonna not gonna pick up the, the quarantine fifteen.
1: Yeah, no, not try. I never picked up the freshman 15, so I'm not letting the quarantine do it to me.
0: <laughs> right. That's um. yeah. So if you have the means or you have a way to have food delivered to you or you have a way to go pick up food, go do it. It, it From from everything that I've read and, and again, all caveats that I'm not a health expert and I can't tell you this, but um, picking up food and, and, and delivery should be safe. Mm hmm. Um, that's everything that I've read is that it should be safe. There's, there's, there's not a reason to believe that you can contract the virus by that. Obviously wash your hands. You should be washing your hands before you eat anyway. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, be safe, but is, at the uh, same time,
1: leave a tip. Like you should oh, yeah. tip anyway. If you're going to eat out, that's a misconception that a lot of people don't do. You need to tip it tip well at this point you know it's like help those people out and we're not out spending money on random normal stuff right now too so be nice to to uh to them and and leave a leave a nice little tip for them
0: yeah especially yeah if you have not been affected uh financially um by this thing i know there's obviously a lot of people who have right but if you have not been affected by, uh, by this financially i think it's our it's our duty i think as uh citizens of of the world to kind of lift up the people who have, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion, in my opinion, for example, um, uh, you know, one thing is, so Hank's not going to daycare obviously. Um, but w- uh, we, uh, like, like w- my wife and I made the decision, like, we're still going to pay for take. Like we're still, you know, those people, they need the money. It's art. It's I've already, I've already penciled that into my budget for the year. So it will probably just be like more work on my end.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, I it.
0: I'm not, I'm not trying to be, yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to be some sort of saint here. You know, I I'm, I'm getting something from this too. But it's like, you know, if you have those means, you have a way to um if you haven't been impacted financially, try to try to help out the people who have. Mm-hmm. Um okay, that's a good check-in. We'll do this again in a couple weeks. Um everyone be safe. Uh take care of yourself mentally. Um I think that's one thing that um you know, just just you know, take all little you time make sure you you are you are getting out you can still go for a walk mm-hmm. um do that so um all
1: right and join us for happy hour because that is very normal. most importantly that is normal, 5 p.m see.
0: today uh it's poochie the the glorious return of poochie uh, as we will celebrate happy hour five o'clock on facebook facebook the concert day at campbells um do you want to do final thoughts or do you just want to knock it out
1: no, we can be – well, there was there was one ender that was good. Alan Shepard commented and said, uh, got so much free time, even considered becoming an insider.
0: <laughs> hey, man, Respect. that is the kind of pitch that I can get on board with.
1: There's the ender.
0: <laughs> that's right. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Please take care of yourself. Uh, follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, he has a Texas Thanks again to Buffalo coach Brandon Houston for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you at 5 o'clock on Facebook for the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Happy Hour. Texas Football Today.